Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Hall of Fame Celebration Series with the Inside Loras Athletics Podcast. I'm Emily Adelfinger, Director of Athletic Communications here at Loras College, and I am excited to introduce our class of 2021 to you all. We started this podcast series back in 2020 during the pandemic when we couldn't have an in-person celebration to honor our inductees. And the podcast turned out really good last year, and we had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun with it, so I figured let's bring it back again and I'm excited to get this series going. So kicking off our 2021 series is Mark Eisbach, a 1984 graduate and former All-American football player for the Dewhawks during the storied Bob Beery era. Mark, thank you for joining me and congratulations on your induction to the Athletic Hall of Fame. Well, thank you. Uh, this is a very humbling experience uh, to be recognized and inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I am uh, thankful for all my coaches, teammates, while here at Loris. Awesome. Well, let's let's start talking about a little bit of that. Let's go all the way back to when you were first stepping foot on campus. Um, what made you want to come to Loris? Was it something you always knew you wanted to do, come to Loris, or um, you knew you wanted to play football in college? Well, you know... <clears throat> Loris probably was always in the back of my head since I was from Dubuque. Uh, went to Waller High School. Um, I knew after graduating I'd like to continue playing football at uh, a college somewhere. And um, had a lot of opportunities at places. Um, kind of settled in. I took a, I remember uh, coming over here and um, Bob Beery wasn't even hired yet. Okay. So they were in that transition period. And, uh, you know, we got on campus and it was just, it was a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I kept thinking about that. And uh, finally, uh, Coach Beery made contact, well, kind of a little bit towards the end of the school year. And, you know, I kind of said I'd get back to him. And, um, and it was funny, I was at a friend's house one night and I don't know if we were playing cards or what we were doing but uh the phone rang and his mother called down and hey tell Mark he's got a phone call well there's Bob Beery on the other end how he tracked me down <laughs> I still don't know but um I just think after that conversation um I I probably knew that was the right place to be in mm-hmm so that's where we went. Awesome. And then now the rest is history. Literally, I mean, you are cementing yourself into history as a member of the Hall of Fame. Um, so a little bit about you, for those of you who might not know about Mark, uh, he was an offensive lineman. So it's not a position that gets a lot of attention, you know, in football with a lot of stats, but um, you are one of the best. You started every game during your four-year career, and you earned All-America and All-District honors. And you remember the team back when the Dewhawks competed in NAIA, so now uh, Loris is NA or NCAA Division Three. In your senior season, you helped lead the team as a captain to a 12th rank nationally, which is impressive. Uh, it was one of the most successful seasons in program history. So what was the difference? Was it the team? Was it the coaching? Was it you? Oh, it was, no. <laughs> Never about me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just, <clears throat> I think we knew going into that year uh we had a good group of people we've we've had success every year we were here and um 
you know, we, we, had, we had developed a winning culture. And that's, you got to learn how to win. And I, I just think the, um, you know, the, the staff over the years did a really good job preparing us for that. And the younger kids coming into the program really bought into what we were doing. And, um, you know, we got off to a little rough start. I think we were, uh, we were possibly two and two. And we had a, we go down to Coe and it's a game that we were up by three. Uh, it was late in the game and, um, Cole got the ball, and it, and it seemed like about every other play there was a penalty. Mm-hmm. So they were just calling penalty left and right on us all the way up the field. And uh, I think Coach Beery got so frustrated with it, he even got a little involved and got another 15 yards on top of it. But anyway, it came down to they got down to about the 30-yard line, and with no time left, they, they kicked a field goal to tie it. And, and that was... You know, when you think about facing adversity and um, really disappointing because we really played well and Coe was a good team. Um, so to walk away from there, um, you know, we were all disappointed. And uh, I think we met that following Monday as a team. And, uh, you know, we just went back to work and, you know, then – I think we ran off uh, six straight wins, I believe, after that, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, and and every game ahead of us was a big game because every team that we played um, was was ranked somewhere in NAIA or in in uh, NCAA Division Two. We go, you know, we go up, when Ohio State comes in, um, they're ranked in NCAA Division Two at the time, and. Uh, you know, we get through the first half and we're playing toe to toe with them, mm-hmm. and then um, <clears throat> so we get down uh, midway through the fourth quarter, halfway through the fourth quarter, and um, I know we we scored a touchdown on them, um, and you know then our defense held, and that was probably the biggest win. Mm-hmm. Um, even probably bigger than the win at UD at the time, but I think um, that's saying that something. one on a, that one on a state win was uh, you know something special, and then we we went ahead and, and finished out I think the next two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and we had an opportunity like I say we had an opportunity to uh, hopefully get into the playoffs on the uh, backside there. It didn't happen, but um, mm-hmm. it was still a great experience. Yeah, to say that that Winona State game almost rivals UD that that's something big because those UD games I mean at least now are crazy so what was it like I mean let's talk about that rivalry you can't talk about Duhok football and not talk about that UD rivalry oh yeah well <laughs> um oh there's lots there but you know when <laughs> um I, re- I remember uh you know uh college football is so much different than high school football and I don't think kids realize it until they actually get in the situation. And uh, so uh, we go over to UD. It's, it's our first year. We got, I think, 38 guys on the sideline. And, you know, they're coming off a Division three 
playoff appearance. Maybe they played one or two games there. And uh, um, my assignment is uh, I get to line up with against Gene Rowell, who was a at that time a Division Three All American at UD. Mm-hmm. And uh, here I am, just this little bitty freshman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it it took a couple series. We uh, took our licks there, but. Uh, then we started to hold our ground, and, uh, you know, that was one of those games that uh, a lot of talking, um, but yet uh, if somebody would have said that we would have scored 21 points against them that year, you know, you would have said, no, nah, they're going to shut you out. So, you know, we, we, uh, we, we uh, I think we uh, grew up a lot that mm-hmm. game, and we grew up quick, um, and then... Uh, you know, we I think St. Ambrose comes into town, which is another big game, and and we beat St. Ambrose. Um, so you know, you think about where we went from that point. Of course, we we had a losing streak, but then we, I think we won four or five in a row to finish the season at uh, five and five. So, um, you know, even though the, our record probably didn't show it, um, there was a lot of growth. In that year, um, you know, the, the, the seniors that were with us, uh, there was a, probably about six of them, maybe five or six is all. Um, you know, they really took us in from day one, and uh, um, we learned a lot from them, and uh, I think that helped solidify the type of team we were going to be Mm -hmm. in the future. So absolutely. And so let's talk about that leadership. So obviously we start with leadership from the top and anyone you ask about Duhok football knows about coach Beery. Um, He had a tremendous impact on the program in terms of success and just the overall coaching leadership. And not everyone has had that blessing to be able to play with him. So what was it like playing for him? How did he coach? You know, did he, was he kind of like a pump you up kind of guy or was he more laid back? Oh no. (laughs) <laughs> um, Bob got excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, from the minute we walked in, um, you could just see the, the passion and the drive. And, um, you know, he, you, could, you could see his, his vision was to put Loris football mm-hmm. back on the map. And when you... Uh, you know, just to see how committed he was and his his, his coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was just huge. And and Coach Beery, uh, you know, that was probably the the toughest four years of my football days, mm-hmm. um, as far as getting prepared. Mm-hmm. But you know, there again, Coach Beery and that staff, they demanded perfection. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they they weren't they weren't satisfied until they until saw they it. saw that in our practices and mm-hmm. and you know it started showing up on the field. But um, you know it was a great coaching staff. Coach Beery, uh, Coach Michelli, um, Coach Tucker was in there at first, and then uh, we had Coach Early um, the next year. So um, it, it was uh, 
it was a good group of coaches to be around too because they really liked being around the kids. So that's absolutely that impressive. Yeah. And uh, I was looking back at some of those records and I saw a quote from Coach Beery talking about how the leadership was very strong in that senior class that you kind of talked about your first season. And one of those leaders was Dick Cody, who is also in the same induction class um, for the Hall of Fame. And we'll talk to Dick Cody later in the series as well. Uh, so what is it like now being able to share that this moment of going into the Hall of Fame with him when you were a teammate with him? Um, kind of how has that relationship changed or what was it like playing with him back in the day? There's so much we can unpack there. So I'll let you, I'll yeah, let you go with um, it. You know, I, uh, actually, when I was a, in grade school yet, I think in junior high, um, I must have been in eighth grade, and I think think Dick must have been a senior at Wallard at the time. And um, obviously, he was probably one of the better football players in the city of Dubuque. Um, he went on to UNI, and I kind of lost track. And then, um, so we, you know, you go through high school, you you show up at Loris College the first day, you you don't know anybody, um, and all of a sudden. Oh, there's Dick Cody. Hmm. I, I didn't know he had any, uh, uh, you know, playing years left. But here I go to, you know, we started chatting. And, you know, he said he had a couple years left after leaving you and I. And, um, you know, he was one of those guys that, um, you know, you really looked up to and, and uh, um, really uh, you could see the passion and uh, you could see the same kind of drive in him that he wanted to instill in us. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was a great experience. And, uh, you know, uh, I, there, there was a lot of practices where I never really had an opportunity where I had to uh, have much engagement with him in the scrimmages. Right. Um, but... Uh, he could cover a lot of ground on the football field mm-hmm. and it was fun to watch. So yeah. Um, great person, great personality. And, uh, there again, he's probably one of those, uh, those guys that, uh, as our, our whole freshman class came in, mm-hmm. he probably stood out as one of the leaders right away and accepted us all. Yeah. Do you guys still talk at all? Or are you, I mean, I know you both are kind of in the area, you know, have, how did you guys stay together after college or is this going to be one of the first times you get to see each other? No, I, I think we just run into each other out and about. And mm-hmm. usually whenever we, uh, you know, we see each other, we stop and chat a little bit. And, um, so yeah, it's been, uh, you know, we're not, we're not close friends by any means, but there's, there's that common bond that, uh, football players have and you know that's I think we'll just it's always just been a good relationship that way absolutely and there was of course more to your Loris experience than just football um so you were a business management major and you also told me beforehand that there were two classes that you distinctly remember during your studies um one of those was Frank Noonan statistics class and the other was history with Dr. White so either those stood out because they were really great or they were traumatizing so let's talk about that you know um well uh Dr. Frank Noonan he was uh kind of iconic up here at that time mm-hmm. uh the guy just you know just had a real bubbly personality and and uh 
engaged with people wherever you were. And uh, I think I had a, a business class with them. And then I had a uh, st statistics class with him. And uh, he was always, he, he, he just, um, he really engaged all the students and he had fun doing it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that's why people, um, you know, loved his classes. Uh, then when you talk about Doc White, and there's another iconic teacher there, um, taught history. And uh, he, talk, uh, he taught a class, I think it was the history of Major League Baseball. Oh, fun. Okay. And it was one of those classes that, you, you know, was, you only got one credit for. Right. But we couldn't take it three times. But, <laughs> um, you know, there again, the guy just made it so fun and... And, uh, uh, you know, you can, you can still picture Doc White standing up there. You know, he'd always be looking up at the ceiling, and you think he was up there sleeping because his eyes were always closed, but he was just thinking and chatting. He could, he could talk the whole class with his eyes closed. And, and uh, it's just one of those that, uh, you know, you remember so well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And speaking of your Loris experience, you also met your wife as a Dewhawk, and you have three children as well as two grandchildren. And after Loris as well, you went and coached high school and youth football for 15 seasons. Um, you're currently active with your church, the Rotary Club, and you're the president of Dubuque uh, Supply Company. So it sounds like a lot has happened after Loris. Let's talk about um, you know everything that happened once you graduated. Well, um, yeah, like I said, I met my wife uh, my senior year up here, and I've, I've known her the previous two or three years, so... Um, Actually, one of my friends, Steve Oaks, his wife and and her were good friends here at Loris. So, um, and Steve played football with us. And uh, she kind of set us up on a blind date, I think. She she was saying that I wanted to go out with her and whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> we ended up playing racquetball one night over there and it uh, just kind of went from there. But um, What a fun story. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I think when you look at uh, all the things that has, have happened since Loris, you know, we got to think that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're truly blessed. Um, we, the values that we share and have, um, you know, we ra raised our family grounded in Catholic education, um, you know, is, is, uh, is a... Is a um, gives us something to be proud of. Um, mm -hmm. And then, um, there again, my uh, years of coaching football, um, you know, I, I, got, I, I got into uh, coaching in a, it kind of in a weird situation. Um, Greg Purnell, who was uh, actually, he was at Loris at the time in the admissions area, he was doing a football camp for youth kids, and he said, hey, why don't you come down and do that this year with me? I said, okay. So there's probably 15 of us. And uh, they had 150 kids show up or whatever, and very successful. So we did it again the next year. And uh, it just so happened that uh, a couple days before school started uh, for the for the St. Joe's, the uh, elementary school, um, the football coach 
took another job, so they had no nobody to coach football, and all of a sudden I get a phone call. <laughs> hey, you want to do this? I said, yeah, I'll give it a try. So, um, so I went and did that. Did that for three years. Had a very successful run, and and uh, uh, one of the guys there was going to be an opening up at Loris. They said, so why don't you come up and join us up here? So, or at Wallard at the time, and uh, I said, you know. After thinking about it, I said, you know, I could do this. And mm-hmm. um, I had to quick run and get my coaching certification. And uh, I finished that up real quick. And, uh, you know, I did 15 years up at Wallert. And uh, I enjoyed uh, every year. Um, I coached both uh, sophomores, uh, varsity for many years. Um, then I went back and coached sophomores and was a head sophomore coach for a couple years before I finally had to, uh, step out of it. Um, but, uh, you know, the experience I had, uh, the coaches that I met, um, the camaraderie with really all the other coaches, cause we would, we'd go to different conventions and hit different speakers and, uh, um, it was it was just a great experience to be to be able to participate in something like that and uh, you know I think um, when you're looking at teaching uh, high schoolers you know it's it's not only just about football but um, how do you, how do you um, teach them to become young men and that's um, that's really what your primary focus is at that point I think so. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that was a, you know, that was a rewarding experience for me and uh, um, loved every minute of it. Absolutely. And so what are you up to now? What's what's a day in the life of Mark like right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're busy. Yeah. Um, so um, we have uh, a Dubuque Supply Company. We have three locations. So we're in Des Moines, Iowa City and Dubuque. And mm-hmm. uh you know, running that, and then, uh, you know, we're involved in some church stuff on the side there, and uh, I tried to stay involved with Rotary. I was on, early on, I was involved with the uh, Chamber of Commerce and some uh, government committees at one point in time, but, um, you know, right now, it's just uh, uh, spending time with family and you know, we, we like to do uh, family vacations at least once a year with everybody, and mm-hmm. uh, um, it's just a, it's just busy. Yeah, hopefully some more Duhok football games on your schedule now that the season's coming back to the fall. Oh, yeah, we'll uh, we enjoy that. So, uh, in fact, this year uh, I actually had an opportunity to coach Noah Sigworth. Oh, fun. Who is the uh, quarterback, and he's coming back again this year. So um, I'll make sure I get up there for a few of those games as well, yes. Absolutely. So hearing your story and knowing your accolades is no surprise that you have earned your place in the Loris Athletics Hall of Fame. Um, So congratulations once again, and we're looking forward to getting to celebrate your achievements at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony on October 2nd, and then as well um, at the football game. Okay, I look look forward to that. Um, I think it's going to be a a great experience. you know, you, you had mentioned, or if, if I missed it or not, but you talked about uh, part of that, what would you do or how would you um, give advice to somebody that's a current or future do hawk? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I was 
thinking about that when you, and I you know I would say just to be the best version of yourself inspire and motivate others to through your actions and then uh, you know be a leader uh, leadership's about earning the trust of others or those around you and um, you know if you do that you're just going to be successful in life absolutely and no better person to say it than you mark so thank you for sharing that with us and again, as we get ready to cheer on the Dewhawks this fall, please make sure to follow along with all things Loris Athletics online at Dewhawks.com or on social media by searching Loris College Athletics on Facebook or at Loris Athletics on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to check back for our next episode in the Hall of Fame series. And remember, go Dewhawks!